Well, we went somewhere today, guys. We Where'd were, we go? We were out in the field. <laughs> we went somewhere big. Yeah, it was enormous. And we did a lot of E. <laughs> Yeah. Probably would have made it way better going. Imagine we dropped a bunch of E going to the Big E. Oh my god! All that all that alpaca fur. Jeez. Oh. I would have I would have just hung out at the petting zoo the whole day. Yeah. So we went to the Eastern States Exposition in Springfield, Massachusetts, otherwise known as the Big E, which mm. is a fair. Yeah, it's a, like a state fair on steroids, pretty much. I wonder if it's the biggest fair. It's probably not the biggest fair in the country because down south they probably have enormous crazy oh, fairs. Yeah, it's but definitely the biggest in New England, right? Probably. I mean, it, it encompasses all of New England, right? right? I mean, so it's like the New England fair. Yeah, there's representatives from all six New England states that come and compete in different uh, livestock, agriculture, and various other things. As we saw, <laughs> if you want to consider Connecticut, a I know state I, of I, New England. <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. such an easy target, aren't they? Connecticut? Yeah. 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 And Rhode Island probably too, but nobody really talks about Rhode Island, so they don't they don't get hit as hard. Yeah. What uh fuck R- Rhode Island doesn't mean well it means Rhode Island, but it's like a longer version. It's like the roads of blah 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 and Providence something. Oh, the whole state, like... This whole state name isn't Rhode Island. It's like... It's something that's a lot longer. Yeah. Hmm. I, I did wish not I had, know that. I wish I had my computer. It's like, blah, 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 and the providences of Providence. I don't yeah. know. Well, Massachusetts is kind of weird, too, right? Because it's a commonwealth. It's a commonwealth. The commonwealth of, yeah. of Massachusetts, yeah. Are there any other states that are commonwealth? There might be one or two, maybe. I don't know. None that I can recall. I don't know. I'm not sure. Fuck, I wish I could uh, look it up super quick, but I don't have my laptop. I know. I, I took some pictures <clears throat> throughout our travels at the uh, the Big E today, um, just so I could like remind ourselves what we did. Um, oh, yeah. The first thing we looked at was uh, some trees, right? Hold on, hold on. Before we lose track. All right. Rhode, Rhode Island. Island is Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. Rhode Island and Providence Plantations is yeah. the whole name of the state of Rhode Island. I, I guess so. It says the hmm. smallest state of the union, Rhode Island, also has the offic- has the longest official name of any of the states, state of Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. I knew I heard that somewhere. It's a good trivia question. That is a good trivia question. Yeah, what has the longest name but smallest state? Right. Is that per- on purpose? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. Yeah, so the biggie. What were you saying? Yeah, um, I don't know. We looked at some Christmas trees, mm-hmm. right? The, what what kinds? I don't. I'm not a huge tree. James is the tree guy. So we saw some white pines. We saw some blue spruce. We saw a couple variations of firs. What what fir did we see? We saw we saw the Douglas firs. Yep. And we saw Fraser furs. Mm. Fraser furs. They smell good, right? Fraser furs. Yeah, they smell pretty good. Yeah. Right. The spruce smell pretty good too. Mm. But I think the Christmas tree stuff is the furs that have the Christmas tree. That classic Christmas, Christmas tree Christmas smell. Tree smell. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I prefer to get the Christmas trees that have the smelly. Right. You know? Yeah. I could. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
I don't like the spruce because those are the sharp ass needles. That they're like prickly. Yeah, they like yeah. hurt. Yeah. I fucking hate chipping that shit when I <laughs> when I have to. Yeah. Like mm. <laughs> pines have soft, long needles. But uh, either way, yeah, we looked at the Christmas trees right off the bat. That was like right near the entrance. And then we went to the motherfucking animal show. No, oh, no. you skipped one big, really Come important on, man. thing, man. The butter sculpture. Come on, oh, butter yeah. sculpture. I was impressed by it. Yeah, it was the beginning of the butter sculpture. So they were in the middle of. So this is something that they they take. I mean, up to like what a week, week and a half, just sort of carving out. I think gradually so. throughout the biggie. Yeah, I'd never seen it at this stage before, which was interesting because I thought that the whole entire structure was solid butter. Right. But apparently there is a core that they're pretty much molding. Wooden frame, metal wiring. Kind of took the magic out of it. It did a little bit, but I mean, (laughs) it's still pretty cool. Yeah. I never saw, they basically have these big blocks of butter. It's probably like a square foot yeah probably like 80 pounds of butter yeah it's a big thing of butter and then they just they have all these trowels and different tools that they're using to cut chunks off of and spread onto that core that they had scope that shit yep what was it this time it seemed like it was like a town hall with people in front of it and then maybe some like horse-driven carriage that yeah kind of like what it was looking like but i think so we wouldn't really know until the end, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> we'll never know now. <laughs> we'll never fucking know. And then we went and we saw those cows. Fucking yes. cows and sheeps. Mm-hmm. All being groomed and... <laughs> which is weird, man. They're using like hairspray and stuff on the styling, cows to like style them. Yeah. And they're all getting judged. I don't know what the criteria are. I imagine appearance, maybe colors or <laughs> i don't know it's crazy how seriously they take that shit yeah it's cool if you like that kind of stuff i feel like like most people it's just like uh whatever but then to them it's like a whole thing oh definitely they're um they spend a lot of time getting their cows ready to show people right that's kind of weird to us obviously you know i mean i feel like they're I don't know why I thought this, but I noticed all the cows look almost identical. They all had like black, black, and then a middle stripe, and they're almost and a white middle stripe, mm. and they all look like that. And I wonder if there was like, there's just fads that go around. So like, oh, the last couple of years, like these one cows with like fucking white stripes and like mostly black have been winning. So now everyone's fucking making these these cows, or do all cows just naturally look like that? I don't think so, right? No, definitely. We saw a lot of different colored shapes, cows, and spotted brown, white, black. But that that certain. I wonder one. if they were judging strictly off that breed or style. Yeah, maybe. You could, know what I mean? Could be that too. While we walked in, they just happened to be like, "Oh, black and white cows, come on down." <laughs> now we're gonna do the white ones. Yeah, yeah. I know. Definitely interesting to see that you know there's an announcer there's people in stand there's like stands like people filling the stands watching this thing happen maybe it's family and friends maybe they actually know what they they're follow looking the at. cow yeah, circuit oh, definitely exactly definitely yeah. they're like they know exactly what they're doing yeah it's weird to like think that that shit is all in new england like all that shit that whole culture yeah i wouldn't even think about it I would think of, like, obviously, you know, there's farms 
and you know there's cattle ranches and shit but like you never really i never really thought that there's like so many levels within that shit of people doing it like cow fucking manicure and shit <laughs> yeah. judging and yeah. sheep shearing competitions like you think all that shit was like down south i would <clears throat> i would think maybe um it gives certain farms bragging rights so yeah. now they can attract people to their farms to buy their products so it's like hey we won best cow at the big e come get some of that cow's milk I'm, yeah but yeah it's weird mm. I also, I saw the fucking sheep. I didn't think sheep were that big. After they got sheared, they look fucking huge. I know, man. They're giant. Crazy. I don't, when I see the sheep in Leominster, when I drive home every day, they look way smaller than that. Definitely. I don't know if that's like a special breed of sheep, but those sheep are fucking massive. Those things were like 200 pounds at least. Oh, easily. You know? Easily. They were like hip height, and they were probably like fucking five feet long. Yeah. Those things are massive. Those yeah. are those are like yeah, at least two hundred, maybe three or four, right? Maybe not four hundred, but three hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. I bet they were so like two to three. Because they're not they're not super fatty, right? They're gonna be pretty. Dense. Oh, they're fucking lean as hell. They yeah. just eat grass all day and run around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, fun fact about uh, sheep, right? Um, when you eat <laughs> lamb, it is a sheep that is one year old or less. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. So lamb is not a separate animal. It is just a baby sheep. I knew that. I didn't know the whole one year thing. Yeah, though. the one year thing. Yeah. So when you eat, do, the, do you eat sheep then? You just eat lamb? I don't think. Not, it's stupid. Yeah, that's to, a good question, it'd right? It'd be stupid ever... to eat something more than one year old because it'd be you'd be losing money, right? They'd probably get to their max size at one. So it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be efficient or cost effective to keep feeding that animal that might be part of it maybe for whatever reason they determine that that's the prime time where it's one maybe, year maybe the meat gets a little tougher something yeah, it yeah. gets a little older most deer aren't that old when you go hunting usually like three years is an old buck five three to five like you want you want to get the younger they say to get the older ones to clean the population up and let the young guys get the genetics in yeah but like i know i think younger deers are better like the meat isn't as tough and all that. It probably makes sense. Yeah. But I mean, I don't think deer have a, like, I know turkey, if you shoot a two-year-old turkey, that's an old turkey. Mm. Two or three-year-old turkey, that's a really old turkey. You usually get, What's the know, lifespan of a turkey? Like three years, four years. Like naturally, like in the natural setting. Oh. Natural setting, yeah. Four years is a fucking old-ass turkey. It's really. gotta be, man. Like I'll see turkey in our neighborhood and they grow quick they grow quick as hell and then they just disappear like you'll see this the seasons come and go and they're they're gone the population is gone yeah. you can see them for a while and then it comes back there's another mother with babies and yep. you know, the cycle goes on but yeah like i think a three-year-old turkey is like a, a rarity hmm. type thing you know they don't have a long lifespan um but yeah you know a sp- Speaking of animals and sort of lifespans, you know, I, I think it's, let's backtrack a little bit to our drive to the Big E. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so something is going on with the squirrel population. I don't know if we're in some sort of Rick and Morty, you know, alternate squirrel universe where they've taken over, but them fuckers are everywhere. They yeah. are. 
huge oh. per- population burst of squirrels. A the, lot of people have t- been talking about it. The whole ride down to the Big E, it was just Seth swerving left or right sharply, trying to avoid... <laughs> trying to avoid live squirrels trying to cross the road, or dead squirrels already Both. dead? Both. Both? Both, man. Well, I wasn't like... Dramatically no, I, 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 no, I felt it a couple times. You're like, but a little, but yeah, it was like those w- live squirrels running across the street, or those just fucking squished ones. Uh, like were, I said, both. There was both. a bunch of dead ones that we saw, but coming from uh, New Hampshire to Massachusetts in the morning, we because we left it. I don't know six ish, and it's kind of it was kind of foggy, and the, the the squirrels, and it was a little cooler today. <laughs> it was a hot day. And those squirrels were just darting left and right, like on the highway, on the back roads, the whole entire drive. And I unfortunately did hit one. <laughs> but man, he, I, they're crazy. It was man. unavoidable. Yeah, yeah, no, it was super unavoidable. There was nothing you, know? you could have done. So little squirrely squirrel there, um, you know, joined down. all his other friends that are on the side of the road and now in the dead squirrel dimension. Yeah, tons of squirrels out this year. Somewhat, I think two other guys have told me Dude, there's tons of squirrels out. <laughs> yeah, no, I've realized. Man, I, you just go for a, a little jog in the neighborhood, and you see a bunch of dead squirrels on the path, man. It's crazy. So, what was the reasoning for the increase so, in population? Right. So, the reason why there are so many fucking squirrels this year is because there's a huge fucking amount of acorns this year. The oak trees are producing a shit ton of acorns. It's a big ass yield. Not just this year, but last year, I think, and that was that'll basically allowed more squirrels to survive the winter and more squirrels to basically reproduce throughout the summer mm-hmm. and make more babies and the, those babies got more fucking food so they had a better chance of living so now this whole year we've been covered in squirrels everywhere <laughs> but at the same time i think the reason behind the whole acorn yield boost boom whatever you want to call it mm is because we had a lot of water last year. We had a lot of precipitation. We had a lot of snow last winter. Yep. So they were able to feed. They were able to... It wasn't a dry winter. Um, so that's good for the the oak trees. So now we have tons of squirrels. Who knows what, what that could fucking mean. More bigger prey now. More squirrels. That always means, you know, you know, it's a, it's a prey. Smaller in the food chain. So then, you know, maybe coyotes and hawks and whatever else eats squirrels but then the more acorns that also means fucking bigger deer they eat a fuck ton of acorns oh really yeah that's deer, interesting Deer love acorns hmm. a lot of people say like put a stand put your stand in a big like your hunting stand put yeah. it put it around a bunch of like white oaks because they like the acorns so interesting they'll feed over there and like a lot of deer food is like acorn juice or some other fucking flavor or smell of acorns yeah. they like fucking go nuts over it but i think it's one of their main like if they're not going over like far bland and shit naturally that's like one of their main food sources is acorns deer mm. so and we have talked about acorns on the podcast before yeah we strangely have. Yeah. um full circle right yeah we're coming full circle with this uh if a human wants to consume acorns Mm-hmm. You must boil them first. You must boil them first to get those poisons out. Yes, exactly. So does, you can get sick. Do squirrels and deer have like enzymes that definitely or something? They that, have something that can break down that, that breaks, or they're just immune to whatever immune, that poison yeah. is. I guess if they've been eating them for so long, they evolved in a way such that they aren't affected by the stuff 
the poison stuff mm-hmm. in acorns that affects humans. I think it's just like tannins or something. Um, yeah, so a bunch of this online it says a bunch of insects, birds, and mammals metabolize tannins with fewer ill effects than humans, but we as humans can't metabolize the tannins as well. Um, that's why it's bitter and shit. Oh, that makes and, sense. And um, if we eat them raw, we can get sick. Yeah. So what you do is you boil them down. The tannins get they break down. They break down. And then we can eat the acorns. And people like fucking make all sorts of shit with acorns. It's almost mm. like a flower. It is like a flower. I've heard of like acorn pancakes, things right. like that. Oh, okay. A lot of like breaded style products. Right. You can just Pastries. make pastries. Mm-hmm. Out in the woods, you could boil it, make it into a mush, dry it out or whatever, cook it. But yeah, like a pancake almost. Wow. You can make whatever like you would use flour for. Yeah. You could substitute for acorn shit. Hmm. Yeah. Crazy, right? Acorn and that they're, acorn they're cookies glu- they're acorn. gluten free, right? <laughs> and all organic. Yeah, yeah. No GMOs exactly. there. No. So Definitely yeah, not. Fucking biggie. We saw the cows and the sheep shearing competition. Yep. And now we're on the hunt for the liquid of life beer. <laughs> Come to find out, it doesn't start till eleven. No, ten. 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 Yes, nine forty-five. We acquired and uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. I liked it. I thought it was fun. I mean, I can see where it gets old quick, but while yeah. you're there for like the first couple hours, it's mm-hmm. pretty entertaining. And it's definitely a little more enjoyable when there's a little bit less people and you can kind of get into right. the spots easily that you want to see. There's there's a lot to see. I mean, we didn't even take you everywhere. This was James' first time going to the Big right, E. Right, yep. And we didn't even get to see like the blacksmith shop there. Were um, they just not open? Yeah, they weren't open when we were there in that in the morning, but they were open later on. And those motherfuckers just like building shit out of metal, blacksmithing. Yeah, yeah, they had they have the fire and they got the big flu thing that they're you know using the air to stoke it. Roaring and and people just watch watch them. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. So yeah, yeah, we got there before a lot of shit was opening up. Yeah, we got there right around nine. Parked. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the ground's open at 8, and that gives people enough time to get in, kind of get settled. You can walk around and get your bearings before everything opens at 10 and avoid all the uh, bullshit. You know, yeah. <laughs> I thought, I like the cars. There was like a, a small strip of cars, probably like 15, 20, 20 old antique cars lined up. Yeah. And I saw a fucking Model T. And that fucking old man who had that Model T was like explaining some of the shit on the car. And there's a fucking gear on the front axle of the old Model T from like 19 fucking. I think it was 1914. 1914. Yeah. There's like a welded gear on the tire or the rim. And basically you can fucking hook up chains to that shit or hook up whatever type of thing that'll allow you to take advantage of the motor and the guy said they like used to like split wood or cut wood with it that was the coolest thing yeah that was like one of the coolest things i saw i was like what (laughs) yeah it's pretty crazy i never actually smart as hell it makes so much sense you can use your car to travel around but then you can also use it as like a kitchen maid and like all sorts of fucking home around home tool type thing you know yep i wonder if they were like one of the first motors 
Oh, I yeah. And like, what That's the fuck? Did question. they run off? They ran off gas, petroleum, yeah. some mm-hmm. sort. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know much about that kind yeah, of shit. Yeah, you know, the like, history of the of petroleum, combust- oil, combustion, combustion engine. Because <clears throat> they must have had the fuel source way before they had the the engine. Because you're not building an engine off magic liquid that only <laughs> someone can get. You know, like, what's yeah. the runoff? Oh, it was magic liquid here. Like, no, like gasoline oil was obviously around way longer. Yeah. You know? I know in Back to the Future Part 3, <laughs> when they're in 1885, if any of that stuff <clears throat> Doc is talking about, um, yeah, 1885, right? And so they didn't have gasoline back then. They were, they were using coal for the trains. They had coal for the trains. Steam. Um, yeah, every, you know, steam power. But, I mean, if that was 1885 and the Model T comes so out they in had com- they had some sort of combustion engine, but it was powered by steam pressure yeah. through coal. Yeah. Hmm. And then they fucking, they had liquid oil too then. And what were they doing with the oil back then? Heating up shit? Well, they had oil lamps. Oil lamps. Right. So when they struck oil like down south in texas and shit yep. when they first struck oil mm. what the fuck were they using oil for well <laughs> yeah good question it's probably a dumb happen? question someone's gonna be like, are you a fucking idiot yeah you yeah, don't know what no. they used oil for back <laughs> in the day but i'm like you know what i don't yeah. know maybe i am an idiot yeah I mean, i don't yeah, i mean i know they used yeah, they use coal for trains and shit, and yeah. like steamboats and all that crap, and well, you they, know, they still stoke use fires and oil for lubrication in those engines, right? Yeah, I guess, and probably for like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> it's been a long day. Yeah, it, it's it's been a while. Um, where I don't know, it's seven twenty-seven. We've been up. I've been up since five, <sighs> a little bit before five, I think. Probably walked like eight or nine miles today, dehydrated. Yep. But yeah, I thought that was cool. Anyway, they like kind of took advantage of the card, like other ways besides traveling. They used the fucking motor for like splitting and cutting wood. Yeah. They could use the car for like fucking cool shit like that too. It was kind of tight. Before you had log splitters, chainsaws, right. all that kind of deal. Yeah. And then, um, I don't know. We just kind of walked around for a little bit. We saw some cool shit. Yeah. Um, I bought it one of those drug rugs. <laughs> Which are called Bajas, by the way. Bajas? Yes. Yeah. Um, we <laughs> uh, we looked at a bunch of quilts. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was actually some cool quilts. Definitely. Like the, the patterns. Like some lady had a bunch of like, she took, she used a bunch of different colored squares. She made like a whole landscape of mountains and clouds. There's a fucking river and a bear and shit. And it was just like little little squares. She just kind of like mosaic textiled that shit. Yep. <clears throat> that was cool. Yeah. So they have obviously have quilt competitions. We also saw <coughs> uh, knitting, some knitting stuff. There was this really neat um, uh, Doctor Who uh, sweat, oh, yeah. sweater that was knitted that we saw. Yeah, that was crazy. Like TARDIS and some of the characters in it. Yep. And there was also a, a matching hat as well that was on top of the. Uh, they had the Zelda. They had Zelda rupees, right? I, was that I, what that was? I saw that and I thought that's what it was, but it could have been a coincidence too. Cause there wasn't like a Triforce anywhere. Really. <laughs> yeah. But didn't it look like it? It was like every color rupee of, from like Zelda. <clears throat> it did. Yeah. There was that's what I thought when I red, first saw it. Blue, gold, green. 
um, whatever. Yeah. Blue, red, green, gold. Gold. Was there a silver one? Maybe. I don't know. And there's been, I haven't played all the Zelda games. I think they've introduced new ruby colors at some point. But we did see life. We saw um, baby chicks being born. Oh, shit. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty cool. Yeah. I, I was, like, convinced that one chick was completely dead. Dude, he looked like oh, his was neck coked. was snapped. <laughs> <laughs> Just lying there, crooked-ass neck, not moving at all. His brain was probably just, like, his whole fucking universe was just probably one big boom. He's like, and then he's like, and he snapped out of it and, like, woke back up. He's like, holy shit, what's happening? He's probably just downloading all the fucking... You know, all the shit he needs, you know? Yeah, that's a lot of data that you get when you he's come out of He's just getting an thing. update, and then he's like, boom. <laughs> yeah. That was crazy. I was hoping I could fucking... I was hoping to see, like, giant vegetables. Unfortunately, we didn't really see much giant vegetables. I think I saw longest dried gourd. Yeah, Biggest... <laughs> they, <laughs> that's, like, his, that's the only thing I saw. Longest straight dried gourd. Longest curved dried gourd. <laughs> <laughs> There was some big pumpkins, though. Did you see those? Yeah, I saw those, but those yeah. weren't the biggest pumpkins. Yeah, yeah. There was a picture, however, of three people that took giant pumpkins, and these are like probably average-sized people, you know. They hollowed them out and put troll motors on the back of them and were in a lake and, oh, yeah, and zipping yeah. around inside their pumpkin boats. <laughs> They're making little pumpkin kayaks and yeah. just yakking around. <laughs> Yeah. That was pretty wild. Yeah, those pumpkins get pretty big, um, which apparently w- the biggest pumpkins come out of this New area and out of New England. Right? Yeah. yeah. All the biggest pumpkins, all the world records for like forever have been all held in New England. I guess we got the fucking place to, you know, this is the place to be. Florida grow big ass pumpkins. <laughs> right. Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, fucking New Hampshire, I guess. Yeah. So are you going to be growing fuck yeah onions fuck yeah i'm gonna officially calling you out <laughs> anybody peter you heard it, you it first, you heard it first. <laughs> i'm gonna shatter your giant onion record next year <laughs> next year this year one year from now i'll probably be harvesting my giant ass onion i think down at the uk they have um what they do is the three com- biggest combined onions you have that total weight is like a, is like what they do, but then they also have like biggest onion, but like mm-hmm. they have a lot of um, garden com- competitions out there and like farming competitions out there. Hmm. And I think one of the common ones is uh, your three largest onions. Interesting. So how are you going to do it? So, so you're calling wanna, you're calling these guys out. I don't want to give out all my secrets. <laughs> Because then they're gonna be like, oh, that's a fucking great idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they're gonna be listening in on this. <laughs> they're gonna be no, but um, so I gotta start it early. So I'm gonna get the seeds in a couple, probably next month. I'll get the seeds, start them indoors, put them in a grow tent, use baller ass grow lights, 24 hour light cycle. What kind of lights? They're gonna be LED lights. They're gonna be super high efficient, proper uh wavelength lights that uh let's see oh, i don't want to give them <laughs> can you adjust the wavelength for different types of vegetation are there certain kinds of light that react with different so um, there's like you can buy led cobs and a cob is is like a cluster basically mm-hmm. of 
really tiny LEDs. And you could get some that have, you know, you could have one that puts out like 5,800 Kelvin wavelength, which is like a more blue light. Or you can have a higher wavelength, like 78 or like 8,000, 9,000K, which would be like a redder light, which would be a higher output. And I've read that the bluer lights are better off for vegetation growth and the red light, the redder spectrum light is better for flower growth. Hmm. So say you're growing like a flower or something that would, would flower a fruit. The beginning of its life cycle, you would want it to grow vegetative growth at mm-hmm. first. You want it to get as big as it can. And then when it's usually naturally ready to flower, then you throw it on the red spectrum. So then it can concentrate on the fruit growth but the beginning you want its roots to grow nice and healthy so the bigger the roots the more nutrients it can suck up yeah for the plant the more leaf material there is the more light it can absorb you're setting a good foundation right to build that giant flower that fruit or whatever the the stuff that you're going to harvest is going to be and almost every vegetable is like that they go through a vegetative growth to grow the roots and grow the leafy material and then when the light cycle starts to change over, you know, shorter light cycle, it kicks into a flower mode where it produces a flower or fruit, and then it converts its leaf energy into flower energy instead. So rather than focusing its <clears throat> energy on that growing, it's getting on growing the roots and the leaves. leaves and stems, it's putting that into the flower. And you can almost see that when you grow vegetables, you'll see the vegetable growing and then you see the leaves start to dwindle some leaves will turn yellow some will dry out because it's almost the plant sucking the energy out of those leaves and putting it towards the fruit Mm. so a lot of people who understand how to grow vegetables will actually sometimes they'll like they'll do a lot of pruning and what the pruning does is it'll put more energy in different spots so say that you were growing a plant like a hop plant yep and you know, you realize that it's a, a it's a perennial, so it'll come back every year. No, an annual, right? Annuals come back every year. No, I, per, al- I always no, no. get that perennials up in my head. Per annual, so yeah. they come every year. An annual is once a year. It's one, once, one, once and one and done. Yeah, one much. and done. So yeah. on hop is a perennial, so it comes back every yep. year. Yep. So a good idea for someone who say that it would start a hop farm, in my eyes, would be. Instead of trying to get hops the first year, you'd see those flowers grow and you just cut them off as you do it. Okay. I do it with my basil plants every year. Uh, every time it flowers, I'll just cut all the flowers off and then you can tell all the leaves will get bushier. There'll be mm-hmm. more stems. You'll have more leaf because you're when you're growing basil, you want leaf. You don't want flower. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's an herb, you know? Yeah. So you cut the flowers and you just see all the energy going back to the leaves and it it's, it's more green. It's more bushy. It's a lot more dense, but as soon as you let those flowers grow and you ignore it and you get and you neglect it, you can see the the leaves start to wilt. They get yellow. They get a lot thinner because mm-hmm. all the energy is put towards the flowers, and then you have like baller ass flowers. But who wants yeah. that? You know. So if you want them for the aesthetic look, right? You let the flowers grow, and you can prune the leaves if you want. But most of the time, if you're cooking or you're into herbs or any of that, right? You, you would want cut those the flowers basil off. leaves. Right. Yeah. So same thing with hops. Like say you were. You wanted to grow a hop. You wanted to grow four hops. The first year or two, it'd be probably a good idea to just cut the hops off and 
not allow them to mature. Yeah. So all the energy goes to your rhizome and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. So by like the third or fourth year, you have a baller ass hop plant that produces a lot of hops as yeah. opposed to you getting like, you know, a 10th of a pound the first yeah. year. And then like maybe a quarter pound the next year. If you just let the plant grow the third year, you'll probably get like a whole pound or two yeah. pounds or whatever. You're getting a better yield. It's over more the long term. Yeah. Yeah. So you that can do that sense. with almost any plant. Mm-hmm. With onion, it's more of a bulb plant, <clears throat> which takes a lot of time, but you will have so little greenery, you want to take advantage of that vegetative growth. So you just fucking throw that thing on a low 58 KV <laughs> or Kelvin light cycle, put that shit on 24, and you just fucking give it what it wants, nitrogen, and just mm-hmm. feed it. And I think, I don't know how updated these older growers are, but I think they use like a more inferior grow light an older model mm-hmm. which might have been good 10 years ago but nowadays with pot and marijuana they got all these crazy fucking lights <laughs> that are like you can switch it you can change the kv because there's multiple leds in oh. like a whole system oh, okay where you can switch it off yeah. like i have grow lights that i can just put vegetative and i click a button and just vegetative lights go on mm. and then i can switch the vegetative light off and put fruit and i'll put the fruit light on and all the red it comes out you can almost you can see it clearly you can cook both to do like hardcore shit. That's pretty sweet. Or you can like go super custom and you can have separate lights. So you can have a whole light system that only does K like 58 K, which mm-hmm. is like a blue light that only does vegetative. And you can have a whole veg tent. Then you can have a flower tent. You can uh, switch your plants into separate rooms. Depending on what you're going for. Right. Mm. So, so like an onion, it doesn't really flower because it's a bulb. Yeah. And if it does flower, you just cut it. Like garlic, you cut it. Yeah, because you don't want those flowers. You want the bulb. That's what we eat. That's what we use right. to flavor things. Which so. is technically like a root. Yeah. So you would want the root to grow so you don't let the flower and you just keep it on low spectrum. Mm-hmm. And you feed it whatever it needs. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm going to try to fucking shatter that shit. <laughs> Never really grown an onion. I've, I've grown onions this year, but I've kind of just like threw them in my garden to let them do nat- what they want naturally. Yeah. But I'm going to actually just put all my knowledge of growing plants and concentrate on just a small amount of onions and see how, <laughs> how well I do with proper genetics as well. Yeah, yeah. So of all the plants or vegetables you could think of, why did you land on the onion? Onion is small, you know, and it's simple. It's one stalk of leaves and it grows one bulb. It's a single plant as opposed to like... A squash will fucking... You don't have to prune an onion, really. And like squash, it, it's, it's a lot of space you need. Mm-hmm. You know, I could put it in a bucket in my fucking bedroom and grow an onion. Yeah. But with any most any other plant, it's like... There's a lot of shit going on. There's like a full stem with branches. Tomatoes have branches and like they get big. It's a lot of fruit. This is one fruit you're concentrating on one thing, you know? So if you were growing some kind of squash... There's going to be multiple, multiple flowers, multiple squash. Right. Where And you have to choose. You know, like, oh, this one doesn't look as good, so I'm going to cut this. Exactly. And now there's two, you know, like, you know, they could both be doing well, but yeah. you have to kill one of them because you want all the energy going to yes. one thing. Yep. So with an onion, all the energy from like one, like a couple leaves is going straight into one fruit. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about multiple fruits, multiple leaves, the space. Yep. It's a very simplistic 
vegetable. You just plant ten onions and then you focus on each one of those, and then, and then you can even that- like you, you know you can even just throw away one. Like oh, this one's clearly not doing as well, so now more light space can go to this one onion. Mm-hmm. And eventually, you probably only have like three or four that you're actually concentrating yeah. on. Yeah, you don't have to put as much time or resources into all ten. You know, you only focus on the ones. They're that pretty are doing hardy well. plants as well. Like they can sustain cold weather. They actually thrive better on colder weather because mm-hmm. um, it's a root vegetable. And I don't know, man. I like onion. I fucking eat <laughs> onion every day. Yeah, onion. and it's hilarious to grow a giant onion. <laughs> <laughs> I think right. it's so fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Like, what is that? Like, that's my onion, bitch. Yeah, we'll have to have video by then, definitely, so we can uh, yeah. show everybody that that your success and or failure. Probably <laughs> failure, but hey, man, I do my research when I get shit done. Mm. I do some serious obsessive research when it comes to stupid shit like that. <laughs> yeah, at, at the least, you'll grow an onion that will probably be bigger than well, a normal onion. I will definitely grow an onion that will shock everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Anyone who doesn't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Like if some random person came and be like, whoa, what the fuck is that on the table? Like, that's an onion, baby. <laughs> yeah, and we, they'll be like, that's the biggest onion I've ever seen. Yep. And then they go on YouTube and they search biggest onion and they're like, oh. That's a pussy onion. <laughs> but yeah. I think I think what it what it comes down to everything is you need you need that genetic first. You need that proper genetics. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna like, you know, buy some baller ass genetics online <laughs> and then either way I'm gonna grow a big onion because of the genetics, but if I do it properly, I can make it one of the better onions. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know the world record right now? Off the top of my head, no, but I think it's like I wanna say it's Is like, it based off weight or circumference? I think they have all different ways of making records, but I think mostly it's weight. I think it's like, it's like, I want to say it's between like eight and 12 pounds. Holy shit. It could be more than that though. I know like the record for the, for like the three biggest onions, like your three best onions of the Mm -hmm. year is like fucking 50, 60 pounds. So So it's probably more than that. It's probably more than that. Three onion combined. Yeah. So somewhere around 15, 20 pounds. For one onion. <laughs> That's like an onion bigger than a basketball, right? Or, oh, way bigger. Yeah, yeah. It's probably like this tall. It's probably, I can't say yeah, this he, tall. He's, he's it's about probably like, like a, a foot and a half tall. Okay. By like probably as That's wide a as a meter approximately. Probably as wide as a basketball, yeah. Yeah. It's stupid big. It's way bigger than your head. That's it's like three of your heads. That's crazy. We can make a giant stir fry with that. Uh, Bloomin' onion, dude. That's the, like oh, baller the onion. That's right. Like that's right. Yeah. Any, like invite steak and everyone cheese, over and yeah, steak make, and a, cheese. make a shitload of steak and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how like solid, like imagine just like fucking blinded people as you cut it up. Oh, dude. Don't even <laughs> oh, think about eyes. that. Everybody in the room immediately starts crying. <laughs> oh, I've, I've noticed when I cut up, because I have onions that I grew myself and they're tiny little ones, you know. And I've noticed that the little ones are way worse than the big ones. Mm. The little, the smaller onions that I dice up, like destroy my life. Yeah. As opposed to cutting like a big one from the store. And it's like, it's not that bad. Yeah. It sucks. But like the little ones are like, oh, I find that certain types of onions will hit me more than others too. Like I want to say the white ones, the white ones are bad. Yeah. The white ones, sweet yellow ones aren't so bad. No, no. But the white ones, I think those are the ones I I grew. The white ones. Yeah. Yeah. fuck my life up what's the what kind is the largest onion? i think white or yellow that's what okay. it looked like that it would, wasn't a red onion it was like a white or yellow onion whatever he was holding mm-hmm. it wasn't a red <laughs> it wasn't a red on no no yeah it'll be fun i think it'd be hilarious if i successfully grow a giant ass onion 
Yeah, that would be cool. It'd be even funnier if I did break the record. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Random guy, not really a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, first year. <laughs> I'm gonna go to the fucking grocery store and get like stupid, stupid shit that like you grow weed with, <laughs> <laughs> like the most ballerous, like all natural fucking fertilizers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'll go on like a baller ass feeding schedule and. I'm going to do it all, man. So is there any monetary compensation for winning this prize? I doubt it. Besides fame and glory. See, <laughs> because you don't really I'm going to be f- the badass of the farmer group, yeah, yeah. <laughs> shattering people's records from the UK. That doesn't even actually have a farm, like a functioning farm. American yeah. badass <laughs> calling all the UK farmers, shattering their records. It's like punk farming. Yeah. You know, like. Hey, man. I guarantee that's a niche. Oh, <laughs> like definitely. Kid, like badass motherfuckers. Like, yo, man, yeah, I grow vegetables. Hardcore. <laughs> I only grow the most hardcore vegetables. <laughs> oh, jeez. But that'll be my winter project, I yeah. think. One of them, anyway. One, One of them. them. Mm. The yeah. bees are they're sort of your focus now, too, right? <sighs> the bees, yeah, and the chickens. But the bees... I'm a little worried about the bees because I put so much time and effort into taking care of them all summer. I don't want them to fucking die. I'll be pissed if they die. Yeah. And I put in a bunch of money too. But if they can survive this winter, then I'll I'll be confident enough to get more bees and mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna do a lot of probably overkill. I'm gonna I'm gonna put I'm gonna build a little insulation house around the hive. And I'm going to ventilate it, and then I'm going to fucking feed them. I'm going to constantly... They say mm. not to feed them over the winter, but I think I'm going to do something so they if they don't starve. Mm-hmm. Why would... So you, you said they say don't People feed say them. you shouldn't feed them during the winter. So what may... Why I think are you I, going to? I don't think I'm going to feed them. You can get these like... I don't know why I would feed them. I guess I would. Well, what's your that. rationale? Why Why are you going against the advice? Because I don't want them to starve to death, so I want to make sure they have food available. You know, and they have the option if they're super desperate. But I think the theory have, behind it, or I don't know any, I don't really know why, but I think I think why is because if you you don't want them to work and you make them eat sugar, they have to process that sugar and they have to like dehydrate the sugar. They want to take the water out of the sugar, so mm-hmm. they have to work to do it, which causes them to, you know, burn energy. And basically, you want them to be like stationary, not doing much, saving their energy, and just eating what they need to survive. You don't want them to be working and making honey to eat. You know, that makes sense. So if they have this source of sugar around them, they'll they're feel gonna use it, right? Yeah, and then it'll cause them to like do some weird shit they're not used to because usually during the winter they aren't used to getting food you know mm-hmm. they usually just work on their storage but if they have for some reason they're like oh fuck why do we have food in the winter time you know maybe they'll kick up some weird instinct like oh it's spring let's start making brood let's start doing other weird shit because this is making sense maybe i wouldn't feed them i haven't really thought much into it i've just been thinking about how i'm going to keep them warm in the winter have you taken any of their honey since you've had them? No, and I'm not gonna. So they should it. have, in theory, enough. In theory, yeah, food. they should be fucking fine. They've been good, doing good all year, so in theory, they should be solid. They should be fucking fine. So, so don't worry about it, man. Just let them do their bee thing, man. I just hate to come back in the spring and find them all dead, and they'll be like, "Fuck!" I do this shit all over again, and not get any honey again. You know, people say you shouldn't har- you shouldn't harvest honey the first year. 
which makes sense. We want to get them. Are they all right? Yeah, everything's fine. Give no. them a, you want to give out. them a good no, base. No, my contact just came a little out. You like, uh, looked at your phone, and you uh, looked at us, and I'm like, oh, who died? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, just going through the pictures from today to spark any memory of the other stuff that we saw. Yeah, we kind of lost track. So, yeah. Yeah. Where'd we leave off? We did see bees Those cool a- as cars. well. And we saw the cool cars. And then um, saw the bees. Big so, another big, like, centerpiece of the Big E is the state buildings, okay? And th- when... So I remember when Q, who first showed us the Big E, like five or six years ago. Um, Q is a friend of ours, a- Andrew Quist. Yes, Andrew Quist. He's um, living out in Colorado right now. Yep. Um, he's uh, He'll be on here at some point. Uh, you guys will meet Q. He's a really cool, interesting dude. Um, but uh, he showed us the Big E, and when he was trying to describe it to us, like I'm sure some people who haven't been to the Big E or seen it, it it's very hard to imagine because there's a lot there. It's a big fairground that has a lot of different sections. We've explained a lot of the agricultural and farming stuff that goes on. But um, this other piece that I'm going to, the state building part, which I'm saying was weird to hear. Like, oh, there's buildings for the states? Like what? So they're replicas of the Capitol buildings from each of the six New England states. And inside of them, uh, there's different vendors from each state. There's So you could go inside the Vermont building, which is a popular one, and you can get beer from Vermont breweries. You can get cheese. You can get some information on travel in Vermont. You can get Vermont merch, so on and so forth. So like I said, there's one for each of the six New England states, and that was one of the things that we went to next was to explore and show James each yep. each one of those <laughs> no, not not to rub it in but man the connecticut state building just was lame shit. as fuck i think it just comes with your idea of connecticut so you just put a negative draw on everything it was about connecticut but because yeah i know what you're saying we all hate them for their driving really that's the main thing and it seemed like it was set up like a roadway inside. Like there was road signs and signs pointing you to places inside the Connecticut building, which yeah. is weird. But I did learn one thing. I don't know if this is true or not, but there was a big station that was selling Pez. Mm. So I'm guessing that Pez yeah. probably came out of Connecticut and they're proud of that for some reason. Pretty cool. <laughs> I'd be proud of it. <laughs> Fucking sweet. If you invented Pez, I mean, it's probably an old thing now. Yeah. I don't know how well Pez is doing with everyone hating sugar, but <laughs> <laughs> just like popping little bricks of sugar yeah. out of these plastic totems. But I mean, remember all the fucking little characters? Oh yeah, they were cool. Hundreds and thousands. Every time, like a Batman, fucking Spider Man, yep. any character had a Pez. So that, that connected to it, you yeah, know exactly. Did they get all the licensing for this? Like, who's made, like? Do they pay to use all and those? And some things? are like worth a fuck ton of money There's too. Pez like collectors, collectors. Yeah, yeah, definitely Pez collectors. Yeah. And, and it's it's weird. Fucking Pez. It's a little fucking head that spits candy bricks at you. Yeah. <laughs> and you just kiss the guy in the mouth, and he spits in little candy bricks in your no, mouth. No, it doesn't even come from their mouth. It comes from their neck. Yeah, like, exactly. You, just, you like, pop their trail. head off. And you just snap <laughs> open their neck from their. But I mean, that's something you would keep. You know, like I want the Batman Pez, and you keep that that dispenser, and you yeah. just reload it with yep. Pez. Yeah, you could buy the you just refills. fucking reload that shit. Yep. That was brilliant. I know that was good. That was fucking awesome. I know I had a bunch when I was younger, but I I think they ended up like I don't ever 
remember seeing multiple of my Pez dispensers together. Oh yeah, you like lose that shit. I feel like they either got lost or got thrown away. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like I just didn't have the time to load that shit up. Like I got the Pez and I got the toy with the Pez. I'd load it up then. But then once I ran off, I was like, oh, just give me some candy and I'll just fucking eat them. <laughs> Put it in my pocket and just pop those things like pills. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a fun. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so Conne- that, that's like the that. coolest thing. Yep, yeah, we saw that. We turned in around. Connecticut. Then we went right through Connecticut. Like, get the fuck out of Connecticut. Like, <laughs> just like you naturally do. Let's get the fuck out of Connecticut. It's kind of just a throughway but to you the get other stuck cooler states. In their, in their traffic forever and ever. Yeah. They did a good job at uh, making Connecticut feel like real Connecticut. Yes, yes. To try to zip right through, mm-hmm. through all the people and all the bullshit. Mm. Good but, times. But yeah, I fucking, we, I like the main one. The main one was cool. Mm-hmm. I got some smoked salmon on a stick. Ooh, it was delicious. That, that was good, man. I... Had like this sweet glaze on it. And it was smoky and it, it was like fucking good. There was some good. cracked pepper or there something cracked maybe. Pepper. Yeah. yeah, It was really good. So, um, <clears throat> speaking of the main building, there was this really cool um, musical group that was chilling outside oh, yeah. of the main building. Xylophone motherfuckers? Um, it was the main marimba ensemble, uh, which I took a video of. I'll, I'll play a little bit of the audio. We'll see how that comes through. <laughs> but. And they're just like, like a bunch of dudes with xylophones all different like types of xylophones bigger and smaller yeah so they had um I, yeah it was like five different sizes so there was a big bass one that it looked like i was telling james earlier it looked like they were just sauna tubes that were underneath the i don't know what the things in the top you would call they're like keys maybe yeah wooden keys pretty, or metal it, it's keys. like a xylophone but bigger but it's they're i they're called marimbas. They're wo- all the blocks that are on top that you're hitting with the mallets are wooden, and they're shaped to different sizes depending on what note you're hitting. And then that big tube underneath each one of those keys is like amplifying the sound so that you can hear it. I and think some of those keys had like a metal plate or some sort of like snare. Yeah, to give them like different timbres and tones. Definitely, it was definitely sweet as fuck though oh yeah just sitting in front of those guys and watching them like move the mallets and everything like that was pretty tight yeah um ham grabbed a cd (laughs) (laughs) what was that like are they what culture were they taking that from like africa it was like a weird i saw on the cd or was it the cd i don't know but there was something on the sign that was in front of them that said like Zimbabwe, like Zimbabwe roots music, roots. but I don't know if that was another band that was going to be playing or if that was oh oh yeah part uh, yeah because underneath that Zimbabwe um, roots music there was a line and then it right said that's true maybe that was a Marimba different ensemble band. so I'm not quite sure that's true I don't know where where marimbas originated but we would have to. Uh, dig into that i don't know man but we watched those guys for a little bit that was that was pretty sweet i fucking loved the fucking german food and beer i got sour on kraut got that got (laughs) that brat got that brat got some german wheat beer i think i had and fucking just devoured it was good you had the hefeweizen they hit the spot it was delicious that brat was good i wanted another one oh man yeah, those were solid brats with sauerkraut. I, I wish I just went, instead of going and get that other sausage from that shitty like shack, uh, I wish I just went back and got a brat. Probably, you know? yeah. 
And I've been burping up that sausage all day. <laughs> oh, dude, you have like hardcore. I had one of those. You had one of those too, yeah. right? Not the brat. The oh, sausage. the other sausage. Yeah. That's yeah. what I've been oh, burping with, up. Like the melted cheese. The yeah, onions. like the fucking <laughs> shitty nacho cheese. It's like, like um, old peppers and onions. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I just went back to the German place and got a brat instead. Yeah. Probably been the same price. Probably. But. So what, else, what other trash did we eat? Fucking, I had I had a donut. I had apple cider. Fucking smoked salmon on a stick. A sausage with onions and peppers, and then the brat. Plus the beers. <laughs> Plus all the beers. Yeah. I had a vodka drink. I had a vodka drink. <laughs> I had a whiskey drink. What did you guys eat? Um. So we started. I started off like you guys with the brat with the sauerkraut. Um, I didn't eat the roll. I, I took a bite out of the roll because I knew I was going to be drinking a fair amount of carbs. Staying carb free. So not obviously <laughs> not carb free, but trying um, to limit that shit. Then after that, had a little. Uh, we didn't eat until we went back to that food court, right? Afterwards, mm, yeah. I think that was the next snack. So I grabbed some uh, chicken tikka masala. Um, did not eat the rice (laughs) (laughs) and then had some, uh, vegetable, uh, no, not the pakoras. I had the, um, samosas. Mm. Yes. And dipped it in that green sauce. Cause that green sauce is delicious. It was fucking good. Yeah. What was was inside those fried things? Veggies? Yeah. It's like different. It's like potato and pea and carrot. Chickpea maybe. Chickpeas. What? Curry. Curry. Yeah. Yeah. Curry spices and stuff. And then there's that, that green sauce, which I think is like a, a ch- some kind of chutney chutney might be a coconut chutney but it's it's green and delicious and you put it mm. on samosas and they taste good inside your mouth area mm. um I, <laughs> <laughs> and then to uh to top off you know you gotta get some dessert so i had uh i went to the vermont building one of the great ones and grabbed a slice of warm apple pie with a nice uh triangle of sharp cheddar cheese on top Sausage candles.